It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Bert says, I'm upside down by a few thousand dollars on my mortgage but need to move and sell my house, what are my options? Yeah, Bert, you know, you're not the only one in this situation. And actually, the positive thing is most people are very, very surprised when we meet with them and we let them know the value of their home. So even though you are behind on your mortgage, if you're in a position that you are open to selling, we can then take the equity out, pay off that mortgage, even the late fees, the, you know, overdue payments, and you are going to come out pretty. And then you can decide, hey, do I want to buy something maybe of lesser value? Do I go and decide to rent? There's so many other options. So yes, I would say, let's go ahead and let's meet for a listing presentation. We can share with you comparables, net proceeds sheet, and and show you how you are sitting. Um, But with most people that have purchased in the past, their home in our areas have definitely appreciated. And um, I can only, you know, assume that you will receive a really nice net proceeds and we could take care of that, you know, I guess, late fees and, and whatnot as far as your mortgage goes. Okay, very good. Great question, Bert. Thanks for sending that one in to us. And uh, yeah, it's uh, maybe scary to be in a situation like that on the front end. But uh, but yeah, there's a, it's not exactly 2008, Angie, where we were talking about people being upside down by incredible amounts in their in their homes, right? This is a, a little bit different when people fall into this today. Yeah, absolutely not. We are in a completely different market, which is a positive thing. And here, you know, locally in the triangle, I can't speak for you know nationwide, but um, in the triangle and you know even to the coast for the most part, you know, values are up um, and significantly up. So, you know, if you have owned even in the last two years, we in the local triangle market, we've seen at least a good 20% increase in the value of your home. So that is a lot of profitability that you can decide to use as you choose. Yeah, good points all across the board there. So Bert, uh, best thing to do, probably get in touch directly with Angie and the team, and they can really give you a clear picture of what you're looking at there, because uh, we're not sure where you're pulling your numbers from and that sort of thing. And it could be that, uh, you know, things aren't exactly as they seem uh, to your eyes. That often is the case. So uh, get an expert to look at this with you and uh, get some good direction that way. Uh, you can call or text Angie if you're in a similar situation and talk things out at 919-538-6477. That's 919 919- Nine five three eight six four seven seven. All right, Stan is in Cary and has our next question. Stan says, I'm interested in buying some land. Uh, house on it or no house, either way is fine. Well, Stan's asked, picking a good week to ask this question. <laughs> I was the... just thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> now, I don't know if we'll have any that, uh, that fits Stan's uh, exact criteria here because he then says, where's a good place to look for 10 plus acres okay. in the area? Yeah. So he's looking for a good chunk. 
Yeah, and I know all the um, the pieces of property that we represent that I mentioned. I think the largest was creeping on four acres, so we weren't up to the to the ten mark. But Stan, I would say when it comes to land availability, um, you know, just like everything, but there is a, a scarcity of land as well. And to find ten acres, you definitely will need to go more to the outskirts. You know, whether it be the outskirts of Wake County, outskirts of Johnson County, um, Durham County, but definitely more on the outskirts and the positive thing is the further you drive out from the city, the value of the land will decrease. So, you know, if you're trying to find property closer to the city, um, you know, then the values will increase and be a lot more expensive. And it's probably really hard to come across 10 plus acres, even close to being within city limits. And I'm assuming if you're on 10 acres, you probably don't care to be in city limits either. I'm assuming you probably want that privacy. So, you know, as far as finding the property, there's a lot of land out there that does exist. And we can definitely help you out with your search. And we have availability to everything that's active on the market. Um, and we, again, here at Acol Realty, we service all the way to the coast. So we have Acol Realty locally here in the Triangle, and then all the way to the East Coast, we have Coastal by Acol Realty. So Stan would love to chat with you a little more about um, specifics, kind of what areas you are considering, what price point you want to be in. Um, and then from there, we can definitely send you some ideas and do the research and just, you know, gather more information for you. Great question, Stan. Appreciate that. And uh, yeah, talk a little bit more detail with this, about uh, you know, about this with Angie and her team, you know, do, do you really need the 10 plus acres? You really open up your options if there's, uh, if there's less, uh, but if you're yeah. hard set on the 10, then yeah, just you're going in with eyes wide open into the limited availability that's there. But that, uh, um, and Walter, that brings yeah. up a great point. You know, we have all the time we have people that say, I must have an acre, but you know, once they actually get out there and look at a property, it's all about how it's positioned and the layout. Same thing with a floor plan. Um, you know, I must have 3000, but then they come across a home that's 2,700 square feet and almost lives larger than a 3,000 square foot home mm. they saw. So, yeah. you know, I would, if you're open to it, Stan, I would, you know, be a little flexible maybe on the 10 acres. You know, is there a reason why it must be 10 acres plus? Or can we maybe, you know, look at maybe eight acres and see if that piece of property will work for you as well? So, I mean, I think it all falls into the design, the layout, how the property perks, what you're looking to build, what your intentions are. And we can definitely dig deep and, um, you know, just ask you the right questions to understand that a little bit better. That is a great point, though, because I've, you know, we, we've experienced this where uh, actually the, the home where we're buying right now feels way bigger than our previous home. Really? I mean, really feels bigger. And it's smaller. It's it's less square footage total. Yeah. So, yep. you it's know. It's all about, yeah, it's just all about the positioning of rooms and the layout and the, the ceiling yep. heights. And there's so much that goes into just how it really, like, lives, per se, and feels. Absolutely. Yeah. Very big difference. And, um, and, and, and the same thing goes for outside. Like we're, we're way less acreage, uh, than where we were in our previous home, but it backs to some open space and has these like wide open views. And so it still makes it feel kind of just as big as the acre and a half that we used to live on. So it's an interesting, uh, an interesting, you know, thing that the, the brain does just based on space and visuals and all that kind of stuff in terms of interpreting all that. Or you could have a 10, 10 acre lot that really is only buildable on, in a small area of the lot. Yeah. And it might be right have, up against the road, you know? Yeah, I mean, you could have 10 acre acres lot. that doesn't even perk, right? And right. not even buildable. So again, that's why it's like, you know, let us do further research, research to understand, you know, really mm. what is the value of this property? I mean, there's some property that's only good for the, you know, the the trees, for the, limp, the lumber. Um, it can't be built on. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot more that goes into it versus just, 
oh, I want 10 acres, oh, I want five acres, you know, what is the usage of the land? And that will also determine the value. Yeah, positioning, all sorts of things like that. I mean, even if you're, you can have, uh, uh, my, my parents are, are looking for a house in Maine right now, Angie, so they're, they're going to be buying up there this year. And so they're kind of, you know, starting to look around at stuff. And it's funny because a lot of the properties in Maine, you can get something that sounds really cool, like, oh, it's on two, two or three acres, but all of the lots are super, super skinny. Um, it's just the way that they do up there because nobody wants to be way off the road because of all the snow and stuff that they get up there. So yeah. all the lots, you get a lot of land, but it's all behind your house in a skinny strip. And all of the homes, I'm not saying this is every home, but this is very common. But all the homes are right next to each other along the road. So all your land is just in a skinny strip all the way back. So you could say, oh, I'm, on, I'm on three acres, but it looks just like a normal neighborhood with every house right next to each, each other. Right, right. It just keeps going back further. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where you could get a one acre, but the house is set back it's back against some woods and it will live or feel like you're on way more space than even if you technically had three written on the piece of paper that you own so right right good to consider all those things yeah so, yeah good question stan that sparked some good conversation and we've got two more mailbag questions to wrap things up this week the first one comes to us from raven in clayton and raven says we're going to sell our home after we've vacated it do i need to keep power on for the selling process or can i shut things down and save some money yeah, you, most definitely you need to keep utilities on. First of all, to keep your home in good standings just in general. It is not uh, ever a good thing for any home to hit very high temperatures or very low temperatures because things start to break. Uh, you can get water leaks. There's just a lot of, you know, create mold. There's a lot of things that could go wrong when utilities are turned off in a home. So keep utilities on. Um, but the, the more important reason would be once we find a buyer for your home, that buyer will be conducting inspections almost always, and utilities need to be on for inspections to take place. So yes, most definitely, please keep your utilities on, um, and that will make the whole process a lot easier for everyone. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, keep keep the light. Remember the, uh, what is it, the Motel 6? We'll keep the lights on for you. Just, just embody <laughs> Embody that spirit for anybody that yeah. comes to look at your home. You know, you, you've right. left the light on for them. That's a good thing. <laughs> All right. Perry will have our last question of the week here in Fuquay. Perry says, I get easily distracted by flashy details in homes like updated kitchens and bathrooms and whatnot. But how can I tell if a home has good bones as well as these fancy details? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. And, you know, I, I feel like sometimes you need to, well, you personally, I think it's important to walk around the home and just look, do you see cracks? Do you see settling taking place? You know, but I would say most importantly is getting a home inspector in there to really do their due diligence, fully inspect the home um, and give you some feedback on just the overall quality and craftsmanship of the home. You know, I would say as an individual buyer, you know, I, and or consumer, that's really tough to know does it have good bones you know but again i would say look to see if you see any major settling cracks in the walls to me that would be more concerns to me and you know the term good bones i think that can be kind of broad as far as like what do you mean by good bones but that's my takeaway from that it. is true like yeah the house isn't falling off the foundation it has good bones you know? right right i mean you know do they use you know i don't know wider you know, lumber, I don't know, you know, there, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of thoughts and ideas that go into what sure. good bones means. So that's yeah. a great point. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it going to withstand a tornado? Is that what good bones means? I know. Or yeah. Is it, I don't uh, know if we want to put it through the test, but, run, uh, renovation, yeah. 
happy, like uh, and yeah. it's good for renovations because it has good bones? Or, right, you know, What right. does all that really mean yeah, to somebody? Or just the layout of the home, right? Turn. Right. Like, oh, yeah. okay, It's it doesn't have the fancy kitchen and this and that, but it's got good bones. It's got, got good, good bones, right. We could always, like, come in and, like, move things around and renovate or reposition things. So, yeah, I've heard yeah. The, the term good bones used quite a few different ways. Yeah. Maybe it means it's it's got possibilities. That's that's yes. good bones, perhaps. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. You it go. does seem like that means something different to, to different yeah. people. But if you're, you're thinking about quality, I would say inspector is the way to go. Home inspection. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.